Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Welcome everyone to Behind the Gates for another Saturday. I hope you've had a great week and we've had a good show already this morning. Plenty of highlights uh, and plenty of highlights ahead to discuss. Nature Strip, he's back. Eduardo's back. And then we've got these new kids on the block, so to speak. The likes of In Secret challenging for perhaps an Everest berth. How will these old-timers come back? Have they still got a little bit of kick left? We'll find out. The tramway is another highlight at, uh, at the Randwick meeting today, and the three-year-old fillies do their thing in the Furious Stakes. Let's introduce the panel for another week. Darren Flindell is in the broadcast box at Royal Randwick, gearing up for a big day behind the binoculars. Darren, good morning to you. Yes, good morning to you as well, uh, Luke. Randwick's looking an absolute picture out here, a little bit breezy, and uh, at the moment it's a bit on the cool side, still only 15 degrees, and I think the high today will be 19. So for those coming out of the track... I'd certainly be bringing uh, a jacket as the wind is coming up from the from the southwest. But yes, as you uh, touched on, a real big watch on Nature Strip today um, in another preparation in the Concord Stakes. He's certainly been trialling well enough. Eduardo, who's now 10, he's had one trial. There's nothing wrong with that. Tell you what, I was gutted when Zapateo was scratched this morning at 7.30. <laughs> I was going with Zapateo. I thought she could spring an upset. Not sure what's happened there. I thought it was all full steam ahead for her running today. Yeah, I wonder, Darren, what has happened uh, with Zapateo. Maybe there's another option for her, but certainly she added to the interest of that race, and we'll discuss the Concorde in depth absolutely on the show this morning. If you've got a text or a query for the panel, 0419-767-272 is the number. Darren mentioned it's a bit chilly today. Last week on the show, Andrew Hurley was telling us how he had been ocean swimming preparing for the spring carnival. <laughs> Hurls, is that a bit fresh for you this morning? Good morning. Uh, yeah, morning, Luke, once again, Darren and Brad. Uh, yeah, too cool this week, mate, but um, on, I just actually was only looking at the forecast for the remainder of the week. Tuesday, I might get a... Uh, Women, but uh, yeah, he's a bit soft, there, man. He doesn't like the cold temp, do you, Hurls? <laughs> uh, no, no. Are you, just, are you, you're you're glad you did when you get out oh. because it's so refreshing. But yeah, she's chilling in. Darren, did you have something no. to add there? Yeah, I was just going to say, no glory, glory last night. I thought he might have oh. jumped in the sea. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, Darren. Darren. Oh. You knew it was coming, though. Sorry, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I actually I thought... just said to my missus, she goes, how are you? And I said, look, I'm almost over it. But I said, I've just got to get through uh, this show because I know I'm going to cop it from the outset. So, oh, look, what do you say? It's just a really disappointing season. So, I'll um, do a review, work out what's wrong and hopefully fix it. Yes, unfortunately, South's uh, eliminated. And, Darren, a, a meek end to the poor West Tigers last night as well. Um, gee, look, it's mm. it's hard to watch when a team's getting annihilated like that, I've got to say. And even the, the salt in the wound, Manly are holding up their last pass <laughs> to offer up the tries to whoever was next in line or on a duck egg for the season. So at oh. least the West Tigers did the courtesy of helping <laughs> some Manly players avoid the nudie run this season, Darren. That, uh, that was the ultimate insult, <laughs> oh, having Two yeah. tries are scored like that. And I was I was sparing a thought for those that had their last try scorer to go down oh. Jerry Evans and thought there would be people up ending places right now that had <laughs> DC as the last leg as, as a try scorer, but ultimately he, he nicked one. Absolutely. And, uh, interesting. Manly enough were allowed allowed four forward passes in their tries last night, all undetected. Darren, you're oh, right. There was one. There were some about, shockers, weren't there? There was one that was dead set at least two metres forward. Well, Hamali Alakawatu's <laughs> one when he flicked the ball to, who was it? I can't remember, but it was it was dead set forward, gentlemen. Oh. Uh, anyway, they, they can't bring in the technology, though, because that'll open a real can of worms, Darren. When you've got a touch judge that's standing right in oh. front of it. You think, well, what, what is going on? Seriously. <laughs> and you never see the touch judges anymore. I remember back in the day, the commentators would give them stick just to say they wanted to be, see their melon on TV, mm. but you just never see it. Let's bring Dave mm. in, Brad Davidson. Welcome back to Behind the Gates. Yeah, I thought it was going to take half an hour to get to the boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You've missed you the kick. Yeah. First brought... thing, first thing I've got to say is, Hells, come on, you're flat as a biscuit this morning. <laughs> Lift at least your footy team of choice. At least your footy team of choice. You're not cheering on them last week to, to lose to get the wooden spoon so we get the number one pick. My season was over about 
16 weeks ago with the West Coast <laughs> Eagles. So at least you were still in it to the last game. There was one game with the West Coast Eagles during the year that the line was 81 and a half. I forget who they played, and it got covered as well. Uh, boys, big news last week. Uh, we didn't cover on, on the show. Charlatan, uh, a seven-length winner <laughs> up there in Singapore. Davo, you would have, that would have warmed your heart to see him bolt in like that. I did have a smile on my face, yeah. I copped a fair bit of criticism around him, but uh, ridden with intent and absolutely bolted in. But anyway, that's, uh, look. Hey, Davo, it won't be the last time you cop a spray uh, as part of your role. I think that is your role, isn't it, to be no, that exactly. little bit controversial and say how it is and call it how it is. And you'll get some right, you'll get some wrong. I'm, I'm quite 100%. comfortable that I probably got that one right. They're a bit weaker yeah, the up way there. he won. <laughs> the way he won, he might be Singapore's first representative in the 2024 Everest. <laughs> <laughs> well, he hasn't got long to make his name up there anyway. Mm. Uh, it's a sad state of affairs up there, but that's another mm-hmm. topic. Well, yeah. well, that's the interesting part. Uh, with Singapore closing down... Uh, he might go to Malaysia. In about two years, he might come back here. <laughs> he just might, Darren. He just might. Uh, how's this track going to play today, Brad? Soft five at the moment and uh, certainly a nice day ahead. Yeah, I think it's a nice day, four-metre rail. I think it'll be a pretty fair track. I think, if anything, um, the the recent sort of data with this position would say running line and edging off the fence. So that's what I'm going with. Um, generally, the rail can go out at Randwick and you're pretty good. Um, Rose Hill's a different story. But, uh, yep, I think it'll be fair, if not just a bit off the fence. Let's get into it, guys, and let's start with the Concorde because um, there is just so much to talk about here, and I'm going to do it a bit different this week just in regards to this race. Um, We're going to go around the grounds and discuss each horse individually as far as the main talking points in the race, and we'll start with Nature Strip, Darren. Uh, What a horse he's been. He has polarised opinion through his career. We've loved him. We've hated him. We've admired him. (laughs) We've been in awe of him in some of his performances when he's just gapped world-class fields. He's represented his country overseas and won at Royal Ascot. Uh, He's a marvellous horse. He's now nine. His form dropped off a little bit last preparation. Mm. What's he going to do today, Nature Strip? A couple of things. Um, Typically when a lot of horses do make the trip overseas to the Northern Hemisphere, I find they can have a hangover that can last for 12 months. Mm. Now, I know he came well, back I had and he that one. I did my up. Europe trip, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> it did lie. It's still here. <laughs> Extended jet lag. <laughs> I know he won first up um, last year. It was the shorts. It was his first up assignment. But then he was winless uh, thereafter. The only thing I can say is watching him trial, I can't fault his trials. He's working with a lot of enthusiasm. So I'm expecting mm. a very big run out of nature strip. Brad Davidson, what's your take on Nature Street? Well, I think you could take a few different uh, theories, couldn't you? One is he's gone, like he's nowhere near where he was, um, but he probably doesn't need to be to win this race with all respect to his rivals. Um, oh, I, I wasn't as wrapped with the trials. I didn't like the way he missed the jump, and he's always a fast horse. He's always going to trial well, but I, I was a bit more negative on him because he missed the jump in that second one. Um, I think the other key, though, is that like in, in the last few years, they've been able to just bring him up slowly, slowly because he didn't have to worry about the Everest. He was an automatic lock. He was mm. the favourite and was always going to get a slot and if not, already locked in. Where this year, it's like he has to come out and actually do it and show that he's still got it. So maybe they've got a bit more intent there first up today. Um, sting out of the track, 1,000 metres. He's a great chance, but gee, it's a race with a 1,000 queries. I was actually with Darren. I, I thought Zapatea, I had her on top. Um, but yeah, I was disappointed to see her scratch this morning as well. Mm. Andrew Hurley, what are your thoughts on Nature Strip and how much money is there for him? Because he was two sixteen or two fifteen earlier today and he's just starting to soften up now. Yeah, I personally I think I mean, I think I'll spit this out in a moment. I think if he wins today, which I think he'll go awfully close, it's probably his last win. I just think there's too many kids, new kids on the block emerging. Been an absolute champion, Nature Strip. But, uh, yeah, I think it's his final chance to, to win another race. That's our thoughts on Nature Strip. I think Brad made a point that I agree with, that he will be... It's, it's chips in today to see if he's mm. still got it. They won't have left a stone unturned. He's had the long spell. He's had a great build-up. I disagree with your comment about him missing the start, Brad. I think that's been a part of his career his whole life, being that little bit slow, and then he musters. So I don't think that's a a point to... Not always. 
Uh, not he, always. He can miss it. He he's he's always thrown in a, a tardy jump here and there. Yeah, but it's never ideal to have that at the last trial before you first start because you don't want to be missing it today. Like you, you know, you just don't want to do that. But look, you'll probably get across anyway. But I never loved horses mm. that miss the jump over a thousand metres. Indeed, um, I think he's drawn the right barrier. We can all agree on that. Mm. Yes, Next, he's just going to roll yeah. forward. Next cab off the rank in secret. <laughs> Brad, is she a thousand metre horse? Not at all. Not at all. Um, I think James Cummings said the same thing during the week. I actually thought. He thought that uh, Zapatea was a better chance, and in secret, the way he spoke um, in an interview I heard during the week. So, well, look, I, I think it's too short for her. I think her trials have been fair at best um, for a thousand metre. Like they're fine for seven furlongs and, and six furlongs, but for a thousand metres, they weren't anywhere near sharp enough for mine. So, I thought you had to take her on. Um, yeah, all the peaks have been down the Flemington Strait as well, apart from. Know, the odd run uh, here, obviously she runs some crackers here too, but her, her definite peaks have been the Flemington Strait. So I just thought this wasn't her race today. Class horse, but not today. What about you, Darren? In the full field, I, I had serious reservations about In Secret. Now, the more I'm looking at it, now we're down to eight starters and some have got absolutely no hope. Um, I still think she's against it over this 1,000 metres today, but she might just simply win on class uh, in secret. But, no, I'll be going with Nature Strip on top today. Any money for her, Hells, in secret? Uh, no, no. Uh, I would suggest that uh, she will get out. And for what it's worth, I've made it the lay of the day. Beautiful. Um, luckily, you're not making the calls, though, for the actual lay of the day, right? Oh, well, that's right. <laughs> Always like to give my opinion. Oh. <laughs> we, we value it. Don't worry. Eduardo. Oh, harsh from our man Nick here on the panel. Oh. Gee, boom, boom. Oh, gee, that's harsh, Nick. Our man, early for that. He's had a rough night overnight, Hells. Look after him. New toys come out. Yes, yes. We still got to bed early. That was a good thing. If we had a one, I probably would yeah. have stayed up. Maybe had a couple more, but I'll straight to bed. On the sound effects too, guys, they will feature in our Early Crow segment a little bit later when we review our performances last week. Looking forward to that a little bit later. And listeners, if you've got an Early Crow for us for today, fire them through as well. We will do that at the end of the show after we release the multi for today. Eduardo, uh, harsh text on the text line from the critic here uh, about Nature Strip and Eduardo. I think they should all be relaxing in a paddock sharing a note. Agreed, I suppose. Um, I disagree with the critic. Uh, these are race horses. These are sound race horses. Uh, both are sh- still showing their trainers and owners the zest for being out there. He's won a barrier trial, Eduardo. Um, I think he deserves one more crack to see if he's still got it. If he underperforms today, he'll be retired. No doubt about it, Darren, but... Uh, mm. He's a gelding, he's a racehorse, he's only had 34 starts. Joe Pride told me on radio this morning that nothing the horse is doing in his mannerisms, in his work, in how he looks is, is showing him he's 10. He's still keen to do it and I really hope we see the real Eduardo today because uh, that would be a show to see him and Nature Strip lock horns at the furlong like they've done so many times before. He's going to give his backers a fair bit of excitement today, you'd think. Just jump, lead off the inside, show a good kick up the rise, and then we'll see if he can see it out. He's got a good record in this race. In fact, he hasn't won since he won first up in the Concord last year, but his fresh record's uh, brilliant. And Nashra Willis just got an outstanding record on Eduardo. Whether he can win, I'm not sure, but he's going to go out at a very good price for his legion of followers. Um, yeah, I'm certainly not potting him in the company uh, that they're, they're in today. Mm. Um, yeah, once we move further down the track, things are going to be completely different, but this is a very shallow Concord Stakes. Are you riding him off, Brad, Eduardo? Well, look, I firstly want to address that text. Spare me. I mean, come on. We're talking about two of the best horsemen in Australia, Chris Waller and Joe Pryor. They're not going to race these horses on if they're, if they're showing they don't want to be there. They're, they're, I totally agree with you. They're race horses. Eduardo's almost won a challenge stakes last preparation, you know, like, and, and they want to go put him in a, say, go have a paddock. And yeah, come on, like, what, what are we talking about? You want to retire every horse after one start and put him in a paddock then? Like, I just don't. I did not understand that argument whatsoever, but. Um, look, I thought his recent trial was okay. I didn't think it was great, the last sort of 50 metres. But I like what they've, they've said, this preparation. they said sort of, we'll come back. We don't, we don't want to target the Everest and races like that. I don't think anyway. I'm pretty sure I read that a while ago saying, you know, we want the second tier races. We want the yep. fresh. We want it. We know where he sits now. And it's smart, isn't it? It's like, it why, why have a crack at the, the big ones? Less, less cherry pick 
and less fine the sort of races. We know how good he is fresh. I don't want to write him off. I, I would have liked to see more in the recent trial. I think he's well found. and But I, I don't want to say he can't win because I just... He's very, very good, Joe, and he'll have these horse cherry riper races like this. He'll, he'll know, you know, and a 1,000 metres, a little bit of softness out of the ground, Nash. It's, yeah, I mean, he's going to run well, I think, and I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to sit here and, and pot him. Um, that's for sure. Yeah. Else, imagine if the Sorry, imagine no. if the two of them weren't running. Oh, be... All the talk would be about what a low race it is. Uh, spot on. Exactly. Spot yeah. on. Look at the interest this yeah. is creating. It's good for racing hills. Yeah, it is. Um, I like Remark. I think Remark, a thousand metres, suits it down to the ground. I can see it just stalking the speed there and finishing over the top. I just can't take... I oh, know it was only benchmark 94, but... Uh, I can't uh, get out of my mind that first up performance last uh, campaign. We carried 62 kilos, and, uh, yeah, I just think it would be cherry ripe. I think the Hawks stable starting to uh, just uh, start to churn out a few winners, which they generally do at this time of year as well. So, for what's worth, I'm pretty keen Remark. He gets a bit of weight off the big dogs too, Brad, does Remark, and he fits in. He does. He's first up rating last prep with the weight adjusted here down to 56 is outstanding. Um, mm. Mighty little nigger with him. Is he, is he one of those horses that, that you know, small, small fish, what is it, small fish, big fish, small pond. Um, he seems to, when he's back in that benchmark level, seems to get the job done. And then when he steps up against the big guns, he seems to go missing a little bit. But um, I, I agree. I think he's, he's got to be a terrific chance here if he gets a bit of luck on the map. I don't think sitting wide over the thousands is much of an issue. And I think he's got a, a great chance. I probably would have preferred eleven hundred for him, but um, I think he's uh, yeah, I think he's right in the mix for sure. Won't he be straight to third here, Brad? Just tag across with Nature Strip and park third, fourth. Mm. You'd think so, wouldn't you? And like I said, yeah. even if you're three wide, one yeah. turn, it doesn't really matter, does it? Darren, uh, your, your yeah, I think on in him? the in the absence of Zapateo, uh, who I was really keen to to play today to to beat the big wigs. I've now got to give Remark some consideration. Um, as Hurl's touched on, carrying 62 first up in the previous preparation, that was quite a brave win. And if he's just there sitting third behind the big wigs, if they're getting tired up the straight, he might just be in the right spot to pounce. I recall that race as well. It was a benchmark, not, benchmark 94, so apprentices could claim. It uh, might have been back in Haynes' day, um, Luke, when he was hosting the show. I remember saying at the time like they could have you know, engaged a, uh, an apprentice, but they chose to, to carry the 62, which showed a fair bit of intent. So, yeah, again, as I said, I think it's an absolute super chance today. In two words or less, who wins the Concord, Brad? Nature Stripe. Strip, you mean? Stripe. <laughs> 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 Don't be planting those seeds. <laughs> yeah, Darren, two words or less, who wins the Concord? Nature Strip. Earls? Remark. I'm Nature Strip as well. I, uh, I'm with the uh, the big dog today. We move on. Uh, last one on that one before we go. An early, early crow from Newman. Uh, Eduardo goes good today. He may go to Melbourne for the provincial Group 1 Moya Stakes <laughs> if he goes well today. Harsh, Newman. Very harsh. But you might be spot on. He may well target a race like that. We go to the Chelmsford next, race number eight. And, Hells, tell us about the move for Montefilia here. Yeah, well, mate, I cannot believe that uh, we went up as much as $7.50. Now, one punter with a keen eye had 2000 at seven fifty on Wednesday afternoon and mm. decided to go again and had 2000 at $6.50. It's now into two eighty three seventy this morning. This has been a really, really good go. Not surprising. Everything else has drifted, including thinking over two seventy out to three twenty. Moanga eight fifty to nine, back to eight fifty. Jewis eight to eight fifty, and we've got Lindemann eleven to twelve. Question without notice, Brad and Darren. You can chime in also, Luke. Obviously, Moanga was tailed off last start, and we've got it in single figures. I think the fact yeah. is today he might just get that suck run on the inside, although some of his biggest runs is when he's worked hard and he worked hard there first up. But the, I think the concern is he was gone before they even got to the corner. Darren, can I jump in? I just thought uh, they got it wrong at the start. I mean, Clippo revved him up, tried to go forward. He's never he's never been effective doing that, and he was four wide punching the breeze. So, yeah, look, mm. it's, it was worrying, the fact he dropped out. But I think you can forgive him, Brad. I really do. He was, I believe... Uh, look, a similar price in the in that wink stake. So I want to sort of trust that that SP that he can bounce back here. 
Yeah, it's a funny one because if he got beaten three lengths, I would have been more worried than if he got beaten seven lengths, which makes no sense whatsoever. But I treat those sort of runs like pen jobs because I'm like, well, clearly he wasn't happy that day. Something wasn't right. It was just too bad to be true, right? We know what sort of horse he is. He's definitely not at that level. And you could say that we're quietly confident that he's not at that level this preparation because he finished right alongside thinking over in a trial and produced the best trial we've ever seen from him winning a trial. So he's clearly come back fine. He's just maybe lost sight of the bunny and gone, nah, not today, I can't be bothered. Um, or just something's not, you know, quite right. He, you know, they, they can't talk to us, can they? Sometimes they just put in shockers. So um, I'm confident that he'll run a lot better today. He's going to be more aggressive from the inside. Tyler Schiller's just going to have to know that he's a hard ride. You know, you need to get into him at the 600 and get him going and give him some room, which so that low draw is not ideal. But um, I think he'll run a, a lot better and I can definitely see him winning the race. Um, Montefilio. Wow on top for me, but short enough now. Mm. Um, look, I'm not convinced. I heard a lot of analysis this week saying drag back from the, the wide draw fresh and, and savage the line. Did savage the line, but I'm not convinced she was dragged back at all. I think she missed the start. So that's got to be a little concern in the back of my mind. Is she going to jump out of the barriers? I always say when they miss it once, um, you know, that they can make a bit of a habit of it. So that's the concern for me. But if she gets into a midfield spot, she'll be hard to hold out. No surprise to see a little drift on Think It Over. He's second up long break. I thought he was okay fresh but um, I thought Montefilia was a better run in the race but um, yeah again fascinating race. Even Lindemann can jump out of the ground. He pulled up coughing there fresh. What price have mm. you marked um, Mwanga Brad? About nine eight dollars yeah around yeah, there. Okay. He's All a hard right. one to mark because I could easily mark him five dollars and I could mark him twelve or thirteen depending on you know how harsh you're going to be so I went in the middle. I think you will get double figures for it. Hmm. I can see him getting a, a really good run behind the pace here today. Mawunga without having to do all that work he did first up. And let's bear in mind, second up, last preparation, he ran third to Animo, beaten a length and a half in the Group 1 uh, chipping Norton. Just going down them, think it over. There's obviously got to be some improvement in him considering how far he was off the scene. But that's the question, Mark. Uh, what level of improvement will be in, in think it over today? Certainly one of the class runners. Pace in the race is good. Um, so I was focusing on the mares down the bottom. And every time I, I watched the replay of the last 400 metres with Montefilia down the outside and Dewis ducking and weaving and getting all over heels and then hitting the line really well, I thought there was not much between the finishes of Dewis and Montefilia there. There's a lot between them in the market today. So I'm going to give Dewis uh, an each-way chance there at the price. Um, I have to say, when she won that big race, the group won at Newcastle when the Rose Hill meeting was transferred there that day. I thought, oh, this is one of our future stars of, of racing, do us. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't she hasn't gone to that next level. But anyway, I like the first up run, and I'll stick with her today. Yeah, there was a text about her uh, wanting the panel's opinion. So there's Darren's thoughts on Dewis. Um, most definitely can run a, a bold race. And a, a listener asked about Lindemann. Dave made the point that he was coughing last start. So I think if you back Lindemann, at his most recent run, you could probably back up. And, guys, just on Think It Over, uh, I always got to check myself, too, at the moment, Darren, with Think About It. Uh, gee, that's be if they ever strike the same race, uh, that'll be endless mm. torture, trying to get those two spat out correctly. But It's not, uh, it's not beyond the realms of possibility <laughs> no. they could clash one day. <laughs> and on him, guys, I, I think the flat second up, I know he had 497 days, but... They just went too slow for that to be a gut buster for him. They went 11 lengths below. Uh, I, th- I thought it was just a nice return for him, and I think he'll race. I think he'll race really well. Um, it's always in the back of your mind, but I think he's had a nice long preparation and build up that he should be sweet. Uh, we move to the Furious. It is race number six on the program. Text here, gents. I think Autumn Ballet gets a fairly easy lead and will be hard to run down. Your thoughts? That from Cranky Old Bear Davo. Well, look, she, she was in the right spot the other day, wasn't she? But she won the race. I'm convinced it's the, the better lead-up. Um, we've seen the Rosebud form the average time and time again. So, look, I, they all tie into each other last preparation, no doubt. But I think she's going to get a, a lovely run on the map again and, and be right there in the finish. I, I went with Kamachi, though. I just think she can be a little bit closer. I thought she was probably the run of the, the race in the... In, the, in that lead-up, and um, I thought she might be able to turn the tables on Autumn Ballet. Um, I think Tizzy Invincible's still got to go in there. The, the can't seem pretty bullish about her chances. David used to suggesting it's their best chance of the day on radio during the week. So uh, I've got to keep her in there, but um, 
I think it's a, I think she's a little bit overplayed, guys. Still, I, I know they walked here the other day, but I wasn't wow with that performance. And like I said, I thought it was a terrible race as a whole. So, um, but back to fifty six, you know, carry the fifty eight there. She's got to be in there and and Autumn Ballet. And I thought the best roughie was Mumbai Muse. Um, you know, it was on the wrong part of the track there, fresh. The dry track's going to suit today. And if the inside holds up okay, it might be the the way to play the race out wide. A little nibble Mumbai Muse, perhaps. Yeah, I think uh, she'll probably be one to focus on in the next leg um, when, we, when we get up to 1,400 metres with Mumbai Muse. And I'm a big rap on Kamachi, very big rap, but I want to be on her in a fortnight uh, over 1,400 metres. She can still win this today. She went so close. Looking at the map, uh, well, Waterhouse and Bot, they control what very little speed there is in the race, really, don't they, with Autumn Ballet? I reckon they'll go forward today on Platinum Jubilee um, in a more forward role. And Amazonian Lass, number nine, she drew the nine in the Silver Shadow and got a long way back and then went right up the inside. And I thought she attacked the line really well, considering she wasn't on the best ground, Amazonian Lass, and she was beaten less than two lengths there at the finish. Uh, she was just on the heels of Mumbai Muse, who I thought had a much better run into the race than Amazonian Lass did. So at the price she's going out at, I'm going to make her my each-way pick in this race today. Betting-wise, Hurl's much doing here. Yeah, the market's flipped here. We've got Tis Invincible. It's now our favourite at $3.80. Uh, Komochi has been the favourite all week. We went up as much as four sixty for it. Uh, it's now three eighty to $4.00. Uh, Autumn Ballet four forty to four dollars, and then when, yeah, as I said, Tis Invincible now four dollars into three eighty. Uh, Brad Gray was pretty keen on cigar flick this morning, fellas. Thoughts on it? Thought it was the run of the race in the uh, in the Rosebud. Definitely got home strongly, but as I said, I'm just not convinced about that race. Um, she's pretty well exposed, but sits closer. Not not hopeless for sure. I think the the roundway track will suit her with a good finish that she produces. Um, yeah, I, I thought she was one of the the better runs there in the in the rose, but I think she'll be hitting the line really well, Cigar Flick. That's the Furious Stakes. Uh, just a little segue here, Luke. I see your partner in crime, Dave Stanley's tips are in the Sydney Morning Herald today. Shouldn't there be a health warning asterisk <laughs> on those? Harsh but fair <laughs> to that listener, Darren. I would have thought. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I reckon he's we'll invoicing have a, we'll Stanley. Have have a Surely. Surely. Mm. So there you go, Doesn't folks. he get around? Oh. Every time I turn the radio, he's in a different town this week. He's the best. Race number nine and a text about going global in the tramway stakes. Hey, guys. Uh, J-Mac riding glo- going global as opposed to taking the ride on Olentia. Thoughts there? I think that would be a, a weight. weight thing. Uh, James can't get down to the 54 at the moment. He's actually struggling to make the 56 today because he hasn't had the same preparation he normally would with that fall yesterday. So we're waiting to hear, Brad, if he's actually going to fulfil his 56-kilogram engagements. Um, Yeah, sorry, Luke, just to interrupt, mate. He... um from all reports, he's going to be sweet to ride everything, and the Jockeys Challenge market is back open, and he's the eighty favourite. Great. Thank you so much for that, Hurl. So there we go. Uh, going global, though, Brad, it has trialled quite well. It's not hopeless. Yeah, I, I thought the trials were solid. Um, seems a bit of a hothead, this mare, so I think mm. the parade's all important and how she handles that. Um, <clears throat> you know, she did start 30-1 to 1 in, a, in a Doncaster and was lapped there. I, I like to see him come out and actually do it before I... Back these types of horses, particularly at sort of, you know, we're not getting 50s or anything. But I, I can see people making a, a definite claim, claim there, and Chris Wallace seemed bullish enough during the week. So um, I wouldn't talk you out of it if you liked it. I'd like to see her in the yard, uh, how she parades going global, but as of right now, I can't have a bar of her. Uh, they took her out to Canterbury uh, for a day out a couple of weeks ago, and she just had a, a run around the track. You should have seen the state of her. When she came out of the tie-up stalls and down in the yard, oh, my goodness, she was an absolute mess. She hardly did any work that day, and they just took her home. So that's, that's several weeks ago. You, if you're going to entertain her, you need to have a look in the yard because that was horrible viewing at Canterbury that day. <laughs> I'd love it if someone just turned the radio on and they just caught the back end of this. Um, oh, she was an absolute mess. You should have seen her. <laughs> We're talking about horse horses, aren't we, Darren? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we don't no want to be from the party the yeah. other night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We don't want to be uh, intruding upon anybody. But, uh, Hurls, look, 
Uh, $18 at the moment going global. Is there any, any money around for this uh, mayor and hoping that she can parade and relax today? Yeah, I think the JMAC factor has a lot to do with the move. It opened up at $51 on Wednesday afternoon. It's $18, not huge money for it, but they've chipped away at it this morning. It's been 17 to 18 but as I said, $51 when the market first opened. So what wins this tramway, guys? Brad, is Alencia going to bolt this in and then make herself a real Epsom chance, or, or what do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think she's a good thing. Close to a good thing, probably a good thing. Um... I'm kind of, you know, to be honest, I just want it. I mean, I wish the tab would make up their mind and work out what they're doing with the price. It's already been two twenty-five out of forty into a dollar ninety out to two twenty. I mean, come on, guys, are you bookmakers or what are you doing? Um, like fair income in the in the fair income department. But uh, look, she was outstanding first up, and a lot of people say she beat nothing. She beat Tri-State, sure, but I'm not convinced our better sort of group one, group two horses that are in this race, I'm not convinced they're actual superstars. You know, you look at you look at our rankings in the world at the moment, we've got, what, one horse in the top 20 or 30. Um, I think our racing probably hasn't been sort of thinner in, in that respect for a while. And I think she's the, the new kid on the block. She, you know, she's... Uh, her rating first up's two lengths clear of these, and I think she can improve on it. And the reason I say that is she jumped, you know, fourth, fifth, and... Had to go back to last, circle the field at Rose Hill with 58 and just went crunch. And we've seen the form out of the race stack up with two winners out of it already. Now she can land in the first four or five with 54 on her back. And I know she's out of the, the weight scheme here in the benchmark ratings, but I think she's just on the up here. I think she's a Group 1 horse, and I think she'll be winning today. I thought she was a good thing, and I thought Zarek was the danger. I, I loved his trials. I love his fresh win last prep. And I think if you're looking for a roughie, I think he's the roughie of the day, probably from a you know, a half unit, sort of by two unit, more the place play because I think Alencia is too good. Yeah, I'll be with her as well. I'd love that win there at Rose Hill. It was it was rather arrogant, wasn't it? Uh, uh, McDonald wasn't perturbed about putting a three wide early. He just wanted to make sure that he was in a moving line and he could go around the field when he needed to and she just rounded them up and won very impressively. Not easy to do there at Rose Hill these days, so a mirror on the way up. I've got her on top. Um, I think Pericles is going to get a very, very soft lead in this. I can't find any pace. I think Pericles just lobs there, and I thought everything panned out well to win the spring preview at Rose Hill last time, but with a soft lead, I think Pericles is very dangerous today. And my Obron, I'd uh, certainly be giving a good look at this if you're looking for one at odds. thought he's really strong through the line on a trial here recently. He's got a very good fresh record. He hasn't raced since his trip to Hong Kong, but I liked his trial here at Ramwick on the 15th, and he'd be my value inclusion in the race. Um, yeah, Zarek's trial was, was quite nice, wasn't it, behind um, Inequality? Yeah, it trialed well. Madam Pomery, she's come out now, hasn't she? So... Uh, yeah, that, that were my picks there. I, I think Alencia wins, but Pericles could get a very soft time of it up front and my over on the value. Yeah, Zarex writer Andrew Adkins uh, had a birthday during the week. Guys, don't be fooled. He's he's not 15. Uh, he's a, a little bit older. Uh, don't, be, <laughs> don't be fooled. The great man. So happy birthday uh, to the mighty Randall uh, partnering Zarek. What a good pair they are today, Darren. Zarek and Adkins, hey? Absolutely, Yes. Uh, and it's good to see uh, Andrew sort of you know, staying out of harm's way as well. That's uh, He's had a checkered 100%. career, hasn't he, with the, with the bad incidents that have happened? Very well said. Uh, guys, a couple more texts here. A listener, Cheryl from Canberra, wanted to ask us about Verona in race number five. Darren, um, gee, it was a win last start. Was Are we worried that it was too good? And the only reason I say that is it was a bit of an outlier, but I know the stable have always had an opinion of this, Mayor. If she can reproduce, she'll nearly win again. I don't know where it came from, no. but I uh, can't ignore Funny that yours. win and going up a grade with 54 on his on his back t- on her back today at the same distance. And when you look at the quality of the opposition, I've got to go with Verona. I, I couldn't I couldn't find anything else I wanted to pick really. Military mission I thought was brave in defeat uh, last time. He just kept finding a bit, and he looks ready for the mile and a half now. So I got Verona on top from military mission. A few COTs coming through, Darren, that'll keep you busy. Uh, <laughs> take an hour to read, oh, all, really? <laughs> read oh. all those out. Uh, Brad, what about Verona here, uh, race five? Well, hard to tip against, isn't she? Because so impressive the other day. It was an outlier, but I think you can maybe make a case to say, well, maybe she's just a stayer because, you know, she's been sort of 1,800, 1,800, and all of a sudden at 24 and she just went crunch. So 
same trip. I love the the weight drop. I think that it's it's much easier to go up in grade and with that big weight drop against stayers here than it is sprinters because our stayers, in my opinion, there's not much between a benchmark seventy eight stay and a group one stay or even sometimes. Um, mm. I don't think there are uh, you know it's just because the level of stays in this country is a lot less than our sprinters. So um, look. I think uh, I think she's got a, a terrific hope, and I think she's clearly the one to beat. But obviously, always a little concern how how well she went last time if she can reproduce it. Hurls, anything to say here, market wise? Oh, it's yeah, it's four forty the field. I, I couldn't touch this race. I pretty much bet on anything, but I don't think I could have a bet in this race. Military mission's been uh, well back today. It's five dollars into four eighty, and we went up as much as eight dollars for it. So it's been best backed uh, both as far as the market is concerned, and also dollars. Multi to open in a couple of minutes, guys. But our token highway text for this week. Uh, comes in regards to Sting Jet. Hey guys, love the show. Thoughts on Sting Jet in the highway? Um, Twenty six dollars. K McAvoy on Brad. I fan- I back this actually. I'll blow the trumpet. Uh, I back this at Musselbrook two starts ago when it won. God bless its little cotton socks. Uh, the mighty Sting Jet. Does he fit in anywhere here in this particular highway? Yeah, it was a good effort, wasn't it? Uh, beat Don't You Think, who's nice enough horse and was well in the market that day. The run at Dubbo since was solid, hit the line well. So I'm not saying no. Very, very open race, though. Um, you could make a case for most of them. I end up just having a throw at the stumps from the boundary with one stump to aim at and uh, put Rebel Dreamer on top. I thought the first up run was good. Drops the stacking weight and did SP favourite in the highway last time. So I'd, I'd, I'd rather go wide in a race like this. You just have a throw at the stumps at something because I think that there's a lot of chances and I wouldn't want to be taking four or five dollars one in this race. Uh, we're Sting Jet, uh, Patriot Bloodstock horse that uh, has been sent to Brett Kavanagh, and you have to say Brett's done a good job since he's got the horse. Uh, this is 1,200 metres today, and he has won over 1,200 in the past. So, yeah, one of the chances, I, I thought, well, it's a big field. I'm just sticking with the strength here. Matt Dunn, he just keeps winning these. He's come up with a, the gate on a horse that ran really well behind the stable mate last time in Derry Grove. The book's act Lloyd for the ride. I don't want to be fighting Matt Dunn on these highways. I understand that too, Darren. Um, uh, just one main change of tactics that's worth mentioning, guys, is Mawunga Darren. Uh, in race eight, he's going to settle further forward there, I see. Ah, right. OK, well, there's also a significant one uh, in that same race, Lindemann will be ridden with cover. Mm. Well, the preference is for cover, I think, was the, was the quote, wasn't it? Lindemann, yeah, preference to be ridden with cover. And Mawunga to settle further forward. Well, I guess, um, well, I guess we all work that out for ourselves there from the draw. But if uh, Lindemann's going to be ridden with cover, that does make things uh, a little bit different with um, Major Beal, Knight's Order, the two Waterhouse bot runners maybe to take it up. And I might just park the rest of those till after the show. I'll let you handle those after the show. We'll be here all yes, day. Yes, I'll, I'll do it later too. There's no one here, so there's no point <laughs> announcing it to no one. It's a bit early, isn't it? Um, Hurls, mm. this multi is open, guys. So let's go around the grounds and and give our legs this week. Brad Davidson, what's your leg for the multi? I'll go the shorty, Alentia. I was going to go Zarek in the same race, but uh, I think we've got enough juice in it this week. So I'll go Alentia. Um, I think she'll win and, uh, and win well. Darren Flindell, what is your leg for this week's multi? Wave rider boy, very happy to see her come to Randwick. I know uh, she hasn't been here this preparation, and uh, when she was here previously, she was unplaced, but some of her runs and defeat have been outstanding at Rose Hill, victim of the track pattern there from Bad Gates. She'll get her chance today. I can't see her missing the top four, uh, unless this... She's had a fairly long preparation, as long as there's, there's a bit more in the locker, but the way she's going, wave rider boy looks uh, very safe. Nervously, I declare my horse this week is race 8, number 11, Montefilia, after letting the team down for the last two weeks. I really don't want the hat trick. I'll sack myself. Uh, <laughs> we don't want to see those photos of you in the park just uh, thinking about life either. I was uh, just look. sitting there contemplating a rough day and a lot of hate. <laughs> but anyway, we'll, ba- we'll bounce back. Hurls, what's your leg? Yeah, I've gone Kamachi in race 5. Only knock would be, it's probably looking for 1,400, but I think there's a few of them uh, in that same boat, so I'll go Kamachi. So it leaves us with race three, number four, Wave Rider Boy for Darren, race five, number six, Kamachi for myself, race eight for 
Brad, and he, uh, sorry, race eight for Luke, number 11, Montefilia, and big brave Brad has gone for Alencia, who's currently about $2, so Brad's uh, sticking Wait, to his normal script. Is it 240 or $1.90, or what, what is it? Can you, can you well, you, you just said, oh, 240 in 10 seconds. You just thought that uh, there'd be a bit of uh, bit of juice in the multi. $4, you wouldn't sneeze at, but we are open. So $4 with a maximum bet of $50. Race 3, number 4, Wave Rider Boy. Race 5, number 6, Camachi. Race 8, 11, Montefilia. And race 9, number 16, Alentia. Under, under today's offers on the website or racing offers on the tab app. There it is. Get involved, uh, punters, and good luck if you're taking it today. Uh, I did note that Davidson... In the group chat again this week, he was trying to leave it up to the rest of the panel to tip his leg. Brad, I've yeah. told you before, you've just got to be concise. You've got to be confident and just declare your leg. None of this fence-sitting. He threw out Zarek out there as well, just in case. But, uh, Davo, you've settled on Alentia. Yeah, no, I'm happy to do that because I think it gives <laughs> you guys options. It gives you options to go, OK, well, if I want a shorty, then Davo will take the, take the long one this week or if the other way. So... I'm happy to, to do that. Um, You're a, team you know, a few weeks ago, he's called me Big Brave Brad. There was a couple of weeks ago <laughs> where I took the roughy and got it home, and <laughs> you guys took the dollar twenty pot. So it goes both ways, Hills. Can we get a horse named that uh, Big Brave Brad? Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, Big Brave. Brad, yeah, actually, that's not easy to roll off. No, the Darren, you're <laughs> At not speed. A, yeah. Big Brave Brad, <laughs> uh, BBB. Hey boys, guess what? It's time for. Ah. <laughs> On Racing HQ. Hey, it's a little too early for being that loud. Hey, too late. Don't worry, because it's never too early. The early crow. <laughs> nice crow there, Davo, just before that uh, got to air, that opener. That's not bad. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Right, last week, Darren Flindell, how did you go? Uh, no good. I was potting one glass bay in the, in the distance race. Got... <coughs> He got up there right on the line to knock off too much caviar. Were you death riding it? Be honest. Oh, absolutely. And at the 300, he's starting to lay in up against the fence and it took him a while to come off the heels of caviar. And then it was just a two-horse war the last 100 metres. Yes. He got there. He had to think about it, though, Darren. Mm, mm. Now, Brad. Yes, that's why I was against him. Yeah, Brad Davidson, how did you go? Pretty well, I think. Yeah, we potted the rosebud form in the San Domenico, and I think the horses out of that are just finishing now. Brad gets a tick. Andrew Hurley, you get a bump bow because you broke the rules. You were a naughty boy last week. You were too far down the track with your, what was it, a Metropolitan tip or something, Hurls? Yeah, it was, but I then was given the opportunity to right the wrong, okay. and I did. And what was it? Uh, what was it? It was... Kabbalah uh, delay. Correct. Yeah, yes. you're potting Kabbalah. Yes. Like, so get that tick out, please, Nick, because, uh, yes, that's, thank you. That's you two weeks in a row he was given a reprieve, Hurls. <laughs> I know, he's, it's been a shaky start to his early crow career, but we'll educate you, Hurls. He's done well. He's two out of two. I'll stick to the task today. Yours truly. I got something right last week. I sunk both multis, but Ken Dimsky abstract. Um, he was going via what's on the outside mm. of Rose Hill, Darren. What's out there? Barramatta Road. Yeah. Uh, the M4. He was out there on the M4. It was an ugly watch. The old watch. Granville Speedway, yes, now I, defunct. I said, yeah, the Speedway. I suggested it might be a bit tricky for him from that barrier, and I, th- I still think he's a horse to not give up on, guys. But, yeah, he was cast from the draw. All right, this week, what are we doing, Darren Flindell? Um... I'm not potting anything. I'm going to make a case for a good roughie today that I think uh, will run a lot better than most people expect. It's going out at $41. Race three, number seven, Mabel, is a very good roughie on this card today. Okay, there's Darren Flindell's early crow. Mabel to run better than its price. Brad Davidson, what's your early crow? Yeah, I'm going to say Alenti is going to win the 2026 Queen of the Turf. Oh, sorry, Hills. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, do it for this week, mate. Come on, do it for this week. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say that... Alenti will be the new Epson favourite after today. Oh, gee, uh, Brad, uh, it's, okay, so she's going to win. Is that your early crow? Well, then she's well, going to yes. win. Well, uh, yes. She's going to win and impressively. What, what price is she now? $11 at the moment. Okay. Right $8 is the favourite. So I'll, I'll go that she'll be the, the new favourite for the Epson. So, you know, that'll be that'll yep. need to be an impressive win. No, I like it, Davo. I like it. What about you, Andrew Hurley? What's your early crow this week? Well, you've got to be absolutely kidding me because this wasn't discussed on the WhatsApp. But mine is... I'll, <laughs> 
Alencia is a moral today and it'll win the Epsom as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. Honestly, there was no um, no discussion about this. I've almost fallen off my chair because, uh, yeah, I'm in the same boat. It'll win today, win well, and win the Epsom. And traditionally, uh, the tramway is a very, very good guide to the, uh, to the Epsom. So, Brad, yep, uh, mate, I'm with you. Well, this has, this has warmed my heart, Darren. They're always butting heads and fighting, but they're in the rowboat together with Olentia today. Isn't that just wonderful, Darren? I fair dinkum cannot believe that. We did not speak about that. So there you go. Darren, isn't that cute? The boys should go fishing. (laughs) Go fishing together. Um, I think that, guys, my early crow this week is Nature Strip will show that he's still got at least one more thrill for us on the racetrack. I think he'll win today, and I think he'll silence the doubters who think he should be in the retirement village and eating a, a, a bit of grass out in the paddock. I think he'll perform super today. I think he can get the job done. So those are our early crows for this week. Mine is Nature Strip. Brad and Andrew Hurley are suggesting Alentia to win well and be the new Epsom favourite. And Darren Flindell, remind me what your was. Yours was. Uh, Mabel's going to run right. a big race at forty-one dollars in the benchmark seventy-eight. There it is, guys. That's our early crows for the week. A uh, couple here. Uh, gentlemen, I think first Immortal will win the Melbourne Cup. That from uh, Fingers in Arncliffe and a few more early crows uh, filtering through. I'll read them out before the end of the show. Another text earlier, Brad Davidson, was a listener wanting to know what is your best anywhere today? That was from Steve and Cornell. Hey, guys, can Davo give us his best anywhere today? Just a reminder to Fingers that uh, he's got a big today, Fingers, not yeah. the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, but uh, best today is Alicia, but I think devoted down at uh, Caulfield in the last will be awfully hard to beat as well. Just too well in at the weights and just needs to get a clear crack at them. So, but Alenti would be the best for me anyway today. Beautiful. What, I'm going to have a little crack at Mars Crusader in Melbourne today, over well, 1,100 metres. <laughs> he's, been, he's, he's been masked most of his career. He's yes, a burglar. Yes, he has, and he, he got within an inch of nature strip and an Everest too at his <laughs> best. Um, I just liked his trial there at Rose Hill. Got home with a lot of enthusiasm and going to Melbourne for that Group 3 without a tremendous amount of depth to it today. I think at the $12, Mars Crusader's a little each-way bet there. Love it, Darren. Mars Crusader. Could he, could he be in the mountain or climbing the mountain again this year? We'll find out. If he can find his best, Darren, he's been one of those horses a little bit in and out. But like you said, yes. when his mind's on the job, he's, uh, he's a good animal, isn't he? Well, that's right. If he does something explosive today, uh, his connections uh, have got the slot there, so they may choose to go that way. They were bullish. Um, they said during the week that I think, it was, I think the words were sneaky flying or something like that. They were very bullish that he'd run well today. Last one, guys, um, on the text line here. Hey, guys, um, salt coats. Let me just find that message. It's disappeared mm. there somewhere. Um, the, the, mm. I can't find it, Darren, but the crux of the text was, uh, can he win today, salt coats? Um, for me personally, I think he definitely can. I, I think he's a nice horse. They were thinking about scratching him and running him in the run to the rose. So that tells me he's airborne and the trials look pretty succulent, I've got to say, Darren. Mm, I'd love both the trials behind Kalos here on the 15th and then behind Cote, tick, tick, um, up against uh, Gaza Blanca, um, a horse that's just had no luck uh, for a long time. But the at the end of the day, the Gaza Blanca story is beaten at $1.70, beaten at $1.80, beaten at $1.90. I'm backing Salt Coats in the last to do him. I found that text. It was from Leo from Burwood, and I'm glad I found it because a little pot shot at Hurls here, which we always get a kick out of this. He goes, morning, gents, and Hurls. <laughs> question. Uh, that's a bit harsh, Hurls. You're a gentleman. Uh, question was for Darren Saltcoats in the last. Can he win? And uh, Leo will be in Hong Kong on Melbourne Cup Day. Can Darren recommend where to spend the afternoon watching the Cup, Darren? Um... Although they'll be showing it in uh, in the watering holes there, I'd, I'd assume, in the sports bars. Beautiful, Lee. Um, I think I, there was a time when uh, that that have a meeting on on Cup Day. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. Check the check the calendar, but there'll be places you can watch it there in Hong Kong. Beautiful, Darren. You're about as helpful as well. I, 
<laughs> well, I don't know what you what you want me to say. Go to the stadium bar in Wan Chai. There we go. Corner of Jaffe Doll and Lockhart Doll. There we go. There we go. We got something for you, Leo. Yeah, need Joe's banana. <laughs> and Hurls, another listener wanted to know: Has there been any backing for Hustler War Caulfield Race Six, Number Fourteen, for its first up run? I have watched the trial and the jump out. Thirteen hundred with Meech on it was trucking in both pre-race, pre-race workouts. That from Dan. Has there been any money for that horse? <coughs> Hustle La War in race six. Yeah, hopefully that uh, the punter there got the $81 when the market first opened. It's now into $31. So, yeah, Linda Meach, along with Tim Clark, probably the best front-running jockeys in the country. So, uh, yeah, got gate nine, but, um, yeah, into $31 off a high of 81 Beautiful, boys. Uh, that just about does it for us. Uh, a couple of minutes to 11. Brad Davidson will hear you on Sky Racing 1 today and we'll be cheering Alentia home because will she be? I think she'll be our last leg, won't she, guys, if, if all the other are successful? Mm-hmm. There you go. Right. Give her strength. Yeah, look, good luck to everyone today. It should be a good day, another fun show. And, um, yeah, look forward to it again next week, guys. Cheers. Good on you, Davo. Have a great day, mate. And, yeah, look forward to it today. Good fun as always. Darren Flindell, look forward to your calls filtering through later. Democracy Manifest is in again today. That's gone without a mention. Hope we get his line back by the time we run the first. He might be on the Oh, blast. sorry. Um, no, well, Fitzy from Inglis came up to see me at Warwick Farm on Wednesday and just wanted to do a little piece about him. <laughs> and uh, we had a chit-chat. And you're glad. You'll be happy to know I didn't wear that uh, T-shirt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I just look, I, I love the calls, but the shirt, it just... Oh, it's a <laughs> um, uh, in, in, re, in regards to today, the, the lack of pace really worries me. I think mm. uh, clearly when Democracy Manifest gets into races where they go along at a strong gallop, he'll be surging home. I just can't see the pace in the race there to suit him today. So wait for later. Enjoy the day. Everything in order there at Ramwick? Yes, all in order. Wonderful, mate. Have a good day. Cheers. Thanks, uh, thanks, Luke. There goes Darren Flindell. Appreciate his contribution to Behind the Gates for another week. Andrew Hurley, been good fun. You have a great Saturday. Yeah, as always, um, and I shall do. I'll be uh, very happy if Benedetta wins in uh, Caulfield today. I think it's the best bet in the country. I think bigger things to come for it. Races 1 to 6, Ramwick, Caulfield and Eagle Farm today. Place a win bet. If your horse runs second or third, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. Applies to your first fixed odds win bet. We've got the Jockey's Challenge is still open. Well, it is open. And J-Mac is the favourite at 180 Nashville Willa at $6. $7, Zach Lloyd. Tyler Schiller, 10 $11. Jason Collett, Karen McAvoy, 13 17 Rachel King, and $31, any other jockey option. We've also got a quaddy offer today, missed by one leg at Ramwick and Caulfield, uh, using the Tab app or website. If you miss by one leg, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. So you like playing your quaddies, and how many times do you miss by one leg? There's a uh, bonus bet back up to $100. Now, just before I go, I want to give a big happy birthday to Wazza from Chipping Norton, Warren Holden, who's owned many horses over the years. He's a terrific bloke, even though he goes for Saints, and uh, wishing you all the very best for a great day, Was Beauty Hells, you have a good day as well. Will do, pal. There's Andrew Hurley. That's been Behind the Gates uh, for another week. Thanks for all your text messages and interacting with the show. I'll leave you with this one. The great uncertainty of racing is what fuels discussion and debate amongst punters. In this respect, you could argue that Nature Strip is as good as as good for the game as Winx was. The heavyweight champ will be carrying my 97 kilograms this afternoon. Come on, Nature Strip. Cheers, Norm from Curry Curry. Good on you, Norm. He's with the Strip today as well.